This is Jay Allen Smith, and you're listening to Outdoor Adventures with Jason Sacco. Welcome to Outdoor Adventures with Jason. Each week, I bring the world of hunting, fishing, and conservation to you. From the great hunting and fishing opportunities found in the Americas to the dream safaris located on the dark continent beyond. I'll introduce you to those who are already out in the field living every outdoor enthusiast's dream, as well as outfitters and gear manufacturers that can make those dreams your reality. Buck Fever Synthetics, the premier attractant company, making not only the finest whitetail synthetic attractants, but also scents for elk, moose, bear, and hog hunters. Use with Buck Fever's Vanishing Hunter to reduce your scent and see the difference. Put out Buck Fever year-round to have the animals coming in. It crystallizes in dry soil and reactivates with moisture, and it never spoils. It simply works. Go to BuckFeverUSA.com to see the full line of Buck Fever Synthetics. Make bucks hunt you. Proudly made in America. Racks, offering the coolest bow hanger on the market. Display your bow with pride in your house, your garage, or anywhere you'd like. We carry most major brands while also offering a custom service if you have an idea or logo of your own that you'd like made into a hanger. Use them to display your traditional bow, compound bow, or even your crossbow. They also work great for hanging your hunting gear, your bags, or hats. Not to mention the design just looks plain awesome all by themselves. A Rax hanger makes for a great gift for that special hunter in your life. Go to RaxInc.com to see some of the available designs or contact us to discuss the custom hanger of your own. For listeners of the Outdoor Adventures with Jason podcast, use the promo code PODCAST and get 15% off your first order. Rax, show off your passion. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Outdoor Adventures with Jason. Really excited because I kind of got this one into two pieces. First, you're going to hear a... a talk I have with Jeff Welch of Drop Tine Outdoors Optics. A new optics company uh, really has some great products and I was able to use one recently on my very first turkey hunt and man was it phenomenal. I have a good pair of binoculars but I did an upgrade by switching over to these um, these Drop Tine Outdoors Optics binoculars. They're an 8 by 42 with ED glass and what an amazing difference. Even the person I was with in the blind that was doing the call and kept saying, let me see those binoculars, man. I really like those. Let me see those binoculars. So enjoy the, the conversation with Jeff. And then after Jeff's conversation ends, you're going to hear me give some thoughts on my very first turkey hunt that I had here in Michigan uh, or very first turkey hunt ever. And I had a blast. So uh, stay tuned, enjoy, and Again, I really appreciate you guys listening, and uh, if you got any questions, don't hesitate to reach out and contact me at the website, oawjs.com. Take care. Welcome to this episode of Outdoor Adventures with Jason. Today, I've got on the line Jeff Welch. I met Jeff, oh, a year or so ago online, and we've traded messages back and forth, and Jeff's done something that's real interesting with his business partner, Austin. They were selling whitetail scents and some other things like that, and they've branched out and started their own optics line. And so I wanted to have Jeff on to talk about the optics because, as many of us know, these bigger-named optic companies that can get quite expensive, and Jeff and Austin have, have jumped in and shown something with these DTO optics I'm going to let Jeff take it away here now because I'm kind of blown away by what I'm seeing. So, Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going, Jason? Real good. So, when we talked last, you were doing the whitetail sense, and you told me something was on the on the future that you guys were looking at, and you've gone into the optics, the DTO optic, uh, drop tine outdoors, correct? 
Yes, sir. So Drop Time Outdoors Optics, which you can find for anybody listening at DTOoptics.com. So tell me a little bit about how you got into this and, and the line of optics you're offering right now. Well, it started, uh, you know, we had Drop Tying Outdoors. Uh, me and my partner, Austin, started that. It started as a just-for-fun thing on Facebook, and then we became dealers for, like you said, the Whitetail Ground deer urine line. And then, you know, we was getting into hats and shirts, kind of our own thing, and we were actually contacted by the optics manufacturer. We weren't looking. It was nothing neither one of us had ever thought of. They contacted us looking for a company to sell to uh, here in America. Um, They don't sell to anybody else in America, only us. Other than us, they sell in Europe and Australia and, uh, you know, all over in the the east out there. So we talked to him, you know, for a few months, and he's, you know, sent us some pictures and the specs, and I was like, you know, hey, it looks good, but without seeing it, touching it, using it, testing it, I'm not going to sell it. And about three weeks later, we had a package in the mail with a bunch of samples. And we were just blown away by the quality of them, the durability, and not to mention the price that we was going to be able to sell them at. So we worked out a deal with the manufacturer. They shipped us. uh, We, you know, started off kind of small with just a few different models. Um, You know, didn't want to get in over our heads in case, just in case. But we've got them. uh, They're real nice. They're super nice. Uh, We have some models with the HD glass. We have some models with the ED glass. The price point on them, you, I mean, you literally can't beat it unless you go buy a cheapo pair at Walmart. I mean, if you're looking for quality, you can't beat it for the price. For the folks not looking at DTO Optics website at the moment while they're listening to this, you offer uh, HD 10 by 42 binoculars and then an 8 by 42 with the ED glass and then a 10 by 50 with the HD glass. So for folks listening that might not be 100% familiar with how they set up, so what's the difference you're going to be looking at, say, because you have the 2 in HD. Uh, tell me a little bit about the 10 by 42 by the 10 by 50. Where, where might I want either one of those or would I want both of those? Okay, well, with uh, on your optic with binoculars, your very first number, the, the 10 on there, that is the magnification. So when, when you see a 10 by 42, that 10 means whatever you're looking at, it's putting it 10 times closer to your eyesight. So if you have a 6, a 10, a 12, whatever that first number is, that's how many times closer you're going to see the objective that you're looking at. 42 or the 50 or whatever that second number has to do with your field of view and the millimeters of the lens themselves. It's uh, size-wise, like a 42 is a 42 millimeters lenses. That'd be uh, the circumference of the lens. Oh, okay. uh, or the depth of it. And then it, it has to do with your field of view. So at like um, a 10 by 42 at 1,000 yards, you're seeing it like it'd be 100 yards. You know, it'd be 10 times closer. The 42, you're roughly at 1,000 yards. Your real field of view, that means the horizon that you can see, would be around 380 feet. So from left to right, you'd see about 380 feet across. Okay, so, and with the HD glass, that's just going to make everything that much clearer, correct? Yes. 
you know, if I'm your average whitetail hunter, let's say anywhere east of the Mississippi where there's, you know, you can encounter forest and farm fields, a 10 by 50 at the max is is really going to be all I'd probably ever need. Yeah, I mean, especially, you know, yeah, like you said, you know, where your farms, uh, wood areas, I personally, that's what I use uh, here in Indiana. I use the 10 by 50s. I used them all last season, you know, where where you've got to where you're going to look max five or 600 yards and not be able to even shoot past that because there's trees or whatever. The 10 by 50s, you know, that that would be the max, you know, that's for looking out over uh, fields and stuff like that. The 8 by 42s are nice if you're a real compact area, you know, to where you're only going to, you know, a couple hundred yards. Now, you have these 8 by 42s with a step up in the ED glass on top of the HD, which... Again, you know, you're talking two, three, four hundred yards of looking with those, but you should have even better clarity. Yes. And they're waterproof, fogproof, and shockproof. So you're getting all the the benefits of what the more expensive big named optics are, are are all wrapped up into your optics. Yes. Yes, that's what uh and that's our goal. We me and Austin ourselves, we're the average everyday hunter. We're not the hunter that can say, oh, I need, you know, a new pair of $500 binoculars. I need, you know, a $1,000 scope. And we want it to be able to supply hunters like ourselves with high quality for a low price. Yeah, I'm blown away by the price. I'm going to tell everybody, not even really going to touch the prices on this podcast because I want you to go to the website and look at them. It's great value. The value is here. The spotting scopes. Again, I hunt like you do, Jeff. I hunt farmland. So these type of spotting scopes for the compact size are are fantastic. Yeah, our spotting scopes are one of our best sellers. Um, they are they are fantastic for a bow hunter. It's has the HD glass in them. They're eight by forty twos or a ten by fifty. You know, they have a lanyard. Hang from your neck, easy access, super lightweight. Do they have a tripod mount? They do. They do have the threads in there to be able to mount to a tripod, a bipod, a shooting stick, whatever you want to adapt it to. Uh, most pods have the same thread size and thread style. We've tried it on around six different mounts now, and they've all fit it just fine. Yeah, just to give people an idea, if you're a if you're bow hunting, crossbow hunting, and space is at a premium, not only is it, it carrying them, but you can get in there and mount this. If you're trying to film, you could mount this on the same type of filming arm that you're putting your camera on. Uh, you could hold it. You could put it on one of those little clamps that goes on the front of your of your bow stand. I mean, there's so many options for this because of its compact size. Yeah, we have people out west, um, you know, Oregon, New Mexico, places, you know, out west there that are ordering them because of the size. Uh, you know, out there they've got to hike so much looking for elk or antelope, and they don't want to carry these big, heavy spotting scopes around. You know, so they take these for the, the versatility of them of being so small and so light, yet so powerful and clear at the same time. Yeah, what a great optic and ability for people. You know, that's the nice thing. Again, it goes back to there are spotting scope manufacturers where you're looking at these folks that are spending 
two, three, four thousand dollars on a spotting scope. But that's such a small market. The everyday market of of guys like you and me who are out there using them once or twice a year, three times a year, maybe using them to watch birds in addition, you know, as you as you spot for turkeys and things like that, where you, there's no way you could justify that kind of an uh, investment price point on these is just amazing. Yes, sir. And that, that is our goal. We see the problem in the industry of money, money, money. But then you turn around, look at the decline in hunters and outdoors people in general. And if you really look at the numbers, a lot of it has to do with money. A lot of it has to do with the price of what you need and what's required on your equipment to go be successful. Yeah, it's it, it can get you into thousands of dollars before you even step out the door to go pursue whatever animal you want. So this is really fantastic, and I hope to see great things from this line and some expansion, whether it be rifle scopes or different spotting scopes. What a fantastic thing. Well, I'm glad you said that, Jason. We actually, as of tomorrow, will have our first line of rifle scope in stock. No kidding. So by the time this airs, Folks, there's going to be rifle scopes on there as well. So can you give a little info on the on the scopes? What kind of liner optics are you going to have for those? Um, they'll be, uh, they'll be have the HD glass. They have the first focal point etched rectangle in there that has red and green five-stage lit. It is a 414 by 44. Okay, so you're starting off with one scope, 414. Okay, that's kind of a good beginning scope especially uh that's going to be more of like a a shorter distance not not necessarily for the extreme long shooting or anything well that gives you again you you look at the numbers um that 14 that puts you 14 times closer to your objective yeah so that'll be a good overall scope oh yes we have um right now with this scope we're looking around 800 to 900 yards no max I mean, of course, you can use it for your short range, 100 yards. We just uh, posted a video on our Facebook and Instagram showing a guy, he he had it on his M4 shooting at 100 yards. Okay, so uh, I was mistaken. They can actually reach out and touch something at a pretty good distance with that thing. Oh, absolutely. The optics line, it's now growing because by the time people hear this, there'll be an actual rifle scope in there as well. And you've still got the deer urines. And tell folks just a little bit about the, the deer urines. Oh, whitetail grounds. It comes from a deer farm in Tennessee. It is bottled with less than five seconds from it coming out of the deer and going into the bottle. There's less than five seconds of air exposure. So what that does is allow, it doesn't allow the microorganisms and bacteria to be transferred and grow. It's bottled direct. The, there's liquid bottles, and then they have what's called trophy blasters. There's a lot of companies getting into uh, the beads. The trophy blaster is just a bead made from gel, and it soaks up the urine. And what they, they're great for mock scrapes or for you know the hunter that can't go out and you know every week or so, every other day. You put them out, and they last seven to ten days, depending on the weather. Okay. You know, when you dump a bottle of liquid, you have about 24 hours of residual effect to the smell. And with the trophy blasters, you get roughly seven to 10 days. You're literally dropping these beads on the ground and then letting them just 
dissipate into the soil and let the buck come along and scrape up on them. Yes, sir. Oh, pretty fantastic. That's And that's a good way. Yeah, I, I can see if it rains a ton, it's going to wash them out faster. You Just a little bit of light rain will keep that mud there and keep that smell and keep that buck freshening up that site when he thinks there's other bucks coming in. Oh, yes, sir. Absolutely. I, I've used them the last two years now, and I've had great success. They have uh, different ones. There's, you know, your all-season dough. That's just, you know, throughout the year, they have certified peak dough estrus, which is taken from the does within that three-day peak estrus cycle. There's the general dough estrus. They have buck scrape, which is just your general buck urine. And then they also now have rutting buck, which is taken from the bucks during the peak of the rut. You've started something also after my own heart, which is you started some turkey hunting. Oh, yeah. You're a Texas boy, transplanted up to Indiana uh, with your wife. And so you decided you were going to go out and chase uh Eastern bird. And sounds like you have kind of some of the luck that, that maybe I experienced, which is, which is not the best to start off, but at least you got out there. Yeah. I started last spring. Um, I didn't know I had nobody to really teach me. So I kind of just got into it on my own. I bought a couple of just, you know, cheap calls from Walmart and watched some videos and, just really practiced my calls. I got out, you know, got on social media, you know, looking for advice. I went out last spring and I was able to have them gobble back and answer my calls. Um, I couldn't just couldn't get them in range, but I'm also trying to take one with a bow. Which doubles down on the difficulty of it. Actually, more than doubles down. Yes, it's very difficult taking one with a bow, you know, 20, 30 yards. You had one answer. Did it come in at all, or did you see it? No, I never did see it. I was in a clearing, and he was in the wooded area in front of me. I could tell he was coming towards me. He was getting closer. Every time he answered back, he was closer. Took the advice of somebody that said, you know, when they get, you know, you hear them getting real close, you stop calling. Their curiosity makes them come to you. Well, that didn't quite pan out for me. You know, the way I look at it is you got out there and you kind of, you got yourself some experience. So now you're just going to get more in tune with it every year. And that's kind of what I'm hoping. This is my first year and I'm going out with somebody that's done a lot of turkey hunting. And I'm just hoping that, you know, their experience shows me some of the stuff so I can, I can pick it up a little bit. Yeah, it's nice to be able to go out uh, with somebody that knows what they're doing. I had the same experience deer hunting. You know, I didn't have anybody teach me. I grew up small game hunting with my dad. He, he couldn't really get into deer hunting uh, with his injuries. He couldn't hold a gun or a bow. So you know, I grew up rabbits and squirrels and you know, small game. And then I got myself into deer just like I did turkey this last year. Okay, cool. Very cool. So we're going to hope to see more of the turkey hunting and stuff like that. Now, for anybody that wants to contact you, we've got Drop Tine Outdoors on Facebook. Then we've got uh, DTO Optics on Instagram. And then the website is just, like we said earlier, DTOOptics.com. And pretty much they can contact you through through just about any of those sites, correct? 
Absolutely. Uh, we have uh, our email address on them. Uh, the website has a contact form. They all have our phone number that you can contact me directly. Um, and it is my cell phone. I might not answer right away, but you know, I do call everybody back. So, yeah, there's plenty of ways to contact us, ask questions. You know, we, we can walk you through stuff, uh, kind of let you see. Uh, we offer, you know, for people ordering online a new product they've never used, never seen. We offer a 30-day money-back love-it guarantee. I'm worried about buying new stuff online, and a lot of people are. You know, that 30-day money-back guarantee mixed with our lifetime warranty, it, it really can't be beat. Well, very cool. So we've got the new optics. I'm, I'm excited to see this. I'm excited to hear how it goes. You know, you and I catch up here and there online, and you're starting to hit some of the shows that are out and about. So people, if you're listening, there's a series of shows called Outdoor Rama that runs through the Michigan area, and you were just at the Lansing one. So get your, you know, keep an eye out on your Facebook page so that, you know, people can watch your show schedule and see where they can go and get their hands on this. And worst case scenario is you got, you know, you can buy something, try it out for 30 days. And if you have a problem with it, call Jeff and talk to him about it. Absolutely. And that's one thing we like about the shows. You know, the customers are able to, to feel it, to see it, to touch it, look through it, observe it, you know, to know what they're buying. Like you said, we just did the uh, Field and Stream Expo there in Lansing. Uh, the end of March, we will be in Madison, Wisconsin at the expo there. Our next show after that, we'll be in Imlay City, Michigan at the Water and Wood Show. You're gonna, so you're going to be at the Big Woods and Water Show? Yes, sir. Great. Well, that's like 15 minutes, 20 minutes from my house, and I'm always there. Awesome. Well, we hope to see you. So I'll be looking forward to talking to you there. Well, good luck on this. We're going to talk again before the Woods and Water Show, which I think is in September-ish. Yeah. We'll talk before then and get an idea about how it's going with the optics and how the new scope is doing and everything like that. How's that sound? Sounds good, and I'll be on the lookout because we have a couple other products that will be here in May. Oh, fantastic. So I uh, look forward to I'm telling everybody, get out there and check them out because you're not going to believe the prices. And, you know, hit Jeff up if you have any questions. Very easy to contact, very easy to talk to. And I think you're going to have a good time looking at these different items that are available. So, Jeff, I thank you for your time, and, and I look forward to talking to you, and I'll see you at the uh, Woods and Water Show. All right, sounds good, Jason. Alrighty, you have a great day. You too. Thanks. Hey, I hope everybody enjoyed that episode with Jeff. A real interesting guy and the product. I'm telling you, head over to Drop Tine Outdoors website to check out those binoculars, uh, spotting scopes, and rifle scope, and I think there's even a rangefinder is available there now. So all sorts of really cool stuff. So anyway, I had my first chance to go turkey hunting and I've something I've been wanting to do for years. It's one of the few animals I've never hunted before. And I can't thank uh, Scott Wiseman of EP Adventures TV enough. We had been talking and doing some interviews, and he said, why don't you come over and hunt turkeys with us? Got a great spot, and, and I'm fairly certain I'll get you an opportunity to at least get a shot on a turkey. Well, man, was he understating that. I traveled about three hours west to where I live to a place called Howard City, Michigan. And it was hardwoods, pine trees, just a great place for a, in essence, a one-day hunt. We got in there Monday night, saw, we didn't even make a call. We had been in the blind 
15, 20 minutes, setting up cameras, shooting the breeze, hadn't made a call, nothing. And man, there was a beautiful turkey. We look up and there's one right there. We're like, holy smokes. So then uh, we ended up, we tried to get him to come in a little bit closer. He wouldn't. And some jakes came in and ran him off before I could actually get a, a good opportunity to take a shot on him. So that happens. And next day, cold, rainy. We heard a few turkeys, saw some hens and a couple of jakes. But man, though, every time we thought we'd have some turkeys coming in, the wind would pick up and those birds would go silent. That afternoon, we switched, went over to another property, and man, the, the sun came out. The, well, the wind was still up, but it was much less severe, and birds started coming in. First, it was a hen, and then I was looking, using those binoculars, man, and I'm telling you, this bird was well over 100 yards off, comes down through a ditch, and all I say to Scott is, Man, this is a Tom. I can see a beard. So we watch him. He does not want to come in, and he wants this hen to come to him, which was out of my shooting range, and uh, the hen wouldn't do it. She stayed uh, uh, right near us, I mean, within 10 yards of, of us, pecking at a log, eating bugs. So he finally came walking in, and we had made a little bit of an error in where we set uh, a Tom decoy up at, but turns around that uh, that time got close or turns out that that time got close enough he saw that decoy committed to coming in and was working his way in he's watching the hen watching the decoy finally lifts his head up in the air and I said are we good to go to shoot because he was within uh, maybe 22 25 yards from me I, I didn't have a range finder with me and Scott goes yep we're, we're good to go everything's going the cameras are running and so He's looking around, and he hadn't decided to fan his feathers out or anything. He stuck his head way up in the air to look around, put that bead right on his beak, and let that shotgun go bang. And, man, he flipped and flopped a little bit. And I said to Scott, I says, oh, let's go get him because I'm excited. This is my first turkey. I'm ready to go. And he's like, well, hold on, hold on. He says, sometimes they might think they be in other turkeys that that was thunder, and they might have more that come in. So we sat there and waited, and sure enough, here comes that hen that took off when I shot. Then all of a sudden we hear something behind us, and literally another hen pops her head up within a few minutes and looks right in the blind and then goes right out to feed. They wanted that log. That log was filled with bugs and grubs and whatever else was in it, and after probably a cold day they were hungry, and, man, they were hitting up and pecking the heck out of that log, pulling bugs out of it. So they all got over there. Then a couple more came in, and they walked right by my dead Tom, didn't pay him a bit of attention. They came in, and so we sat there and watched, oh, between six and seven hens just at various times, feeding, scratching the ground, you know, doing what hen turkeys do, and it was just great to watch. So I'm excited. Got my first turkey. Uh, I'll be headed to Ohio here to hopefully take the first turkey with a crossbow towards my goal to take a turkey in all 49 states that have turkeys, as, and also the first towards my world uh, or my uh, Royal Slam. I want to do them all with a crossbow. So, uh, you know, for everybody else out there that's turkey hunting across the United States, good luck. Keep at it. I am officially hooked. That was an absolute blast. I appreciate y'all listening to Outdoor Adventures with Jason. 
I couldn't do this without all you guys listening. I keep getting some great feedback. So if you guys have something you want to hear talked about on the show, let me know. Go to my website, oawjs.com, hit the contact me, and shoot me a letter, a note, whatever, telling me what you'd like to see or if you have a product that you'd like to come on and talk about to the listeners or a ranch or you do professional guiding, hit me up. It may work out very well, and I'd love to talk with you. So you guys have a great day. Again, I I thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to talking to you all in the future. Bye. Come early spring, it's getting green. Fisher on the bed, and hear those turkeys gobble. It's ringing in my head. The winter rides bass boat, here comes another year. Yeah, we command the outdoors around here. Oh, we command the outdoors. Yeah, we command the outdoors. Come summertime, we're feeling fine, fishing on the lake. Flipping jigs and Carolina rigs. From early morning till real late. Bonfires on Creek Bank, kick back a couple beers. Yeah, we command the outdoors around here. Yeah, we command the outdoors. Yeah, we command the outdoors. Next year's does until you know winter's on the way. Brushing blinds and deer stands The fever starts to creep Fill our freezers full of ducks Lots of tender deer Yeah, we command the outdoors around here Yeah, we command the outdoors Yeah, we So grab your guns, shells, boys. Put on your camouflage. Cause we command the outdoors around here. We command the outdoors.